I have some terrible news for you. We are responsible for our own choice to start smoking. Sure, there are issues such as peer pressure, fitting in, and learning smoking from our family, lovers, and co-workers as a means for belonging and procrastination. But what is at the heart of our refusal to quit? Let's talk about human nature and our natural response to rebel. No doubt, with any attempt you may have made with quitting, there is always someone on our backs harking on and on about how we simply must quit smoking. Are they helping? Fuck no. They're nothing but arrogant, annoying fools who don't understand the complex nature of quitting smoking. Do you think it's our natural instinct to agree with these people and use this as mileage to continue to quit smoking? Hell the fuck no. Without a doubt, they'll only fuel you to buy double the packs of cigarettes you would usually buy and smoke it all in their face with a smug grin. I've done it, friends have done it, it's human nature to be an asshole. Now assume you don't have these negative Nellies on your back constantly when you light up. Would this help you with your chances at quitting smoking? No, human nature is fickle like that. I mentioned earlier how we look for any slim excuse to go back to smoking. This is another part of human nature that when combined with our rebellious streaks, we become determined to say fuck you to anybody that tells us to quit smoking, no matter how good or kind-hearted their intentions may be. Nicotine is regarded as the most addictive drug, so it's no wonder that only a few decades ago, over 90% of male adults were hooked on the substance, whether it be smoking, snuff-taking, or chewing tobacco. But have these figures lasted till today? No, it's gone down incredibly. So if nicotine was as difficult to quit as we are led to believe, wouldn't this figure be much, much higher? In fact, after just 22 days of quitting smoking, the nicotine demon dies, making the process so much easier to follow through. But I'm extremely aware of just how difficult it is to even contemplate abstaining from cigarettes for 21 days. Even one hour will send smokers into a panic. Hell, I'd go into a panic if I had to work at an event and had to abstain from smoking for 8 hours. That is, unless you understand everything in this series, and how the nicotine trap works to pull you back into smoking. We've established that after 22 days, the nicotine demon will be extinguished, so does it take longer for the brainwashing demon to disappear? No, in fact, by the end of this series, you will not only extinguish the brainwashing demon, but also equip yourself with the knowledge and the confidence to avoid the pitfalls of the nicotine demon over the next 21 days, with no withdrawal symptoms and without relying on willpower or gimmicky products. This is also essential as to why you must continue to smoke throughout this series. The other reason why I ask you to continue to smoke until the end of the series is so you further understand that we only crave cigarettes due to the panic we put ourselves in when we go without having one. Panic closes our minds, but we don't realise until we've really had a heart-to-heart -heart with ourselves about this. All active smokers have a permanent struggle going on in their minds. When we crave cigarettes, we stress ourselves out, yet when we light up a cigarette, we get no pleasure whatsoever and go through the vicious cycle of craving cigarettes, yet still don't enjoy any of them. So what's the point? There is no good sign in this struggle and no benefits or positivity whatsoever about smoking. In Australia, our government put health warnings on every cigarette packet, with graphic images of lung cancer, gangrene, teeth loss, and death. But does this deter us? No, of course not for the majority of smokers. The rebellious streak comes out in us, and instead we mock the imagery and the millions of dollars spent into this plain packaging law. Our rebellious minds cause us to become accustomed to any warnings. How do you explain the nicotine trap and wanting to quit but feeling powerless to do so as a non-smoker? You simply can't. 
Every smoker has experienced the dreadful sorrow and anger that comes with not being able to afford cigarettes or choosing between food and tobacco. How do you explain this to someone who has never had a cigarette or nicotine in their life? Remember, we only appear to be suffering when we bring ourselves into a panic. Have you ever been in such a panic that you bought cigarettes after thinking you were going through withdrawal symptoms, only to find you held yourself from smoking a cigarette for hours after you bought it? If these physical withdrawals were true, and as strenuous as we describe to others, wouldn't that physical withdrawal still be there? Cigarette withdrawals are all mental conditioning. Rebellious streaks are psychological. And knowing how to escape the nicotine trap is by using your intelligence and knowledge of the trap to escape smoking while understanding that withdrawal symptoms are all bullshit and illusions. After all, if physical withdrawal was a large symptom, it would occur at any time. Most smokers go 9-12 to 12 hours without smoking in their sleep, but they don't bolt out the bedroom door first thing to light up a cigarette due to body aches and pains. It is the illusionary mental withdrawals that deter us, and the more you understand about this, the higher your chance of success will be. Let's explore more about nicotine addiction in the next episode.